0: Welcome back.
1: Welcome back.
0: To Pop Pinions. Pop
1: Opinions. Episode 109. Almost 110.
0: Yeah, 10G. One <gasps> Why? 100G, and your thing looks like. A G? 100G. No, G. that's 10, how nines look. 10G.
1: Sometimes. 10 sometimes. Grams. 109, and then in the zero, I put our movies, and then in the nine, I put our, what do you call this segment?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I, I just always think of it, just the other thing we do.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Other thing.
0: Other thing we do. <laughs> nice. Just the other segment.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Case, how you doing?
1: I am okay. I don't know. I'm all right. Hanging in there. Living my life. And that's that. How are you, Jack?
0: I'm good. This is a great, great time of the sports here
1: you already had your sports podcast when i came home so yes. you don't have to talk about it now
0: sports equinox i hope <laughs> everybody celebrated accordingly um did however play hockey last night at 11 o'clock oh
1: yeah and, it
0: go? uh there were seven people
1: oh gosh how and for those
0: who don't know five of them have to be on the ice so we had two
1: subs oh my god were you d- and it was your per- second time
0: second time yeah
1: and how was that it?
0: uh it's rough i'm yeah. very sore yeah. We, we lost an overtime 3-2, which oh, is... Oh,
1: that's not bad, actually. And they had,
0: like, a full team, so...
1: That's actually pretty good. Yeah. That's not bad at all. You guys should be really proud of yourself. You could have got killed. So I, you had a goalie, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Okay.
0: So eight. Eight, counting the goalie. But yeah, we had two people on the bench at all times. Two guys just played the whole game.
1: <gasps> wow. Did yeah. they get, like, tired?
0: They actually didn't... Like, at the end, they, it wasn't that bad. They had their water bottles on, like, the net. So in between plays, they would get water
1: wow yeah, that thing. is like some heavy duty cardio
0: yeah big shout out to them i mean it was i would not be able to do that no
1: i don't so, think i would either
0: So i'm yeah, pretty sore but yeah still fun to play
1: yeah totally it is fun fun to be back in the swing of things Kinda. kind of
0: not really okay just more for when they need someone is my so role rude <laughs> um so today we're going to be doing our IMCs. I watched Bang Bang or The Bang Bang Club. Yes. Uh, which is not about uh, strippers as I thought it was. Yeah. And you watched American Made. Mm hmm. And then we're going to do replace a cast. We were going to do replace a role originally. Mm-hmm. But then, so we picked three movies for each other and we had to replace the main part of the cast. Like, I'll be, like, when I get to my movies, I'll be specific about, well, the first one's pretty easy the second one i'll explain why i just replaced a certain part because it was not easy to do
1: no and i told you that we had a discussion yesterday and i was like there's one person that i can't replace like i'm just like i don't know who would fill this these shoes so i'm like i'm keeping them otherwise i i followed the rules just one i was like no i really dug my heels anyways
0: not a not a lot of pushback for me.
1: No, there wasn't. You're like, yeah, you do you, right? Yeah. So if yeah. you're if
0: you're gonna cheat, that's fine.
1: Uh I'm not a cheater.
0: Cheater, cheater, you're pumpkin, pumpkin eater. eater. Um, all right, let's do some let's rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Ah. Gotcha.
1: He got me. I did rock. Paper. I figured he'd do scissors like he always does. I do.
0: Mind games. I started. I planted that last night, but Ooh. I always do scissors first.
1: Yeah, look at you.
0: Little mind games. Um, I'm going to defer.
1: Okay, great. I watched uh, American Made. I could. I can't even tell you where I watched it. Oh, I think I watched it.
0: Like it's. it's it wasn't available for us. We, you watched it like on the hard drive.
1: Okay, right. Um, and it is director Doug Lehman. Lyman. Uh, It's from 2017, and it is the real story of Barry Seal, an American pilot who became a drug runner for the CIA. Just take a second to understand that. A drug runner for the CIA. So we have uh, Tom Cruise plays Barry Seal, the main guy. Um, Dom Hill Gleason plays Schaefer. That is in quotes, okay? Because we're not even sure he really exists. Well, he does exist, but we're not really sure
0: who he is or what he is yeah
1: like it's very elusive is he really in the cia like it's very yeah uh sarah wright plays a tom cruise's wife and jesse Plummins are the main cast it got 85 on rotten tomatoes in case anybody's interested so we start out in like the late '70s, and Barry, they're very poor. Like he met his wife in a like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like they don't have any money. He's a pilot for um, the TWA, and he does like the one of the very first scenes. He's he's the co-pilot or whatever goes to sleep and he gets bored so he just starts messing around and he keeps like dropping the plane and he's fiddling around like he's just trying to be kind of like he's just a bugger like he's just like I'm bored so I'm gonna be a menace I would say and so then so that kind of gets the attention of the CIA I think and like that's kind of what um Schaefer is the CIA agent he comes in he contacts him and offers him work flying over South America in a small plane with cameras installed because they want to get pictures of like the land or like you know okay where's this hideout or where's the cartel like he just they need pictures they need intel so they're using him so and then so he starts doing that he's like yeah sure I'll do that right and it's, um, he doesn't tell his wife and then he moves them and he's not really, like, it's just very, it's funny how it all shakes out because you're not even sure, like, is this even real? Like, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get anything writing. It's not like he walked in the CIA offices and here, nah. here's your contract. Like, he just was like, yeah, sure. Quits his job, becomes the CIA agent, helper. Um, so then it escalates and Schaefer then asks him to take money and collect intelligence from Panama. So on this one run, the Colombian cocaine traffic cartel pick him up. I literally was like, they're going to kill him. But I was like, well, I guess not because it's, you know, whatever. Beginning of the movie. So um, and they offer him, they know exactly what's going on. Like they're not like surprised. They're like, okay, so we know you're flying over and you're taking pictures. And he's like, wow, how do you know that? And um, they offer like these huge money to fly cocaine back to the u.s and so he knows he can't like he can't have it on his plane when he lands because um he would get sur- he gets searched right mm-hmm. so his plane will get searched by um what is it um dsa sure something like that right you can't just like fly into the u.s right so he is um so what he comes up with, which is, I think, the best part of the movie, he comes up with, like, this marked location in Louisiana. And right when he gets to that spot, he puts it on pilot, like autopilot and he drops these huge bags of cocaine. They have a life jacket around it. And then he drops it out of the bottom of the plane so that the people um, and then there's, like, cartel waiting for it. Like, they, you see the plane coming in and then all of a sudden just cocaine, just bang, bang, cocaine is coming out um so then it so okay so he's got that figured out and he's like okay that's done then escalates again where he hires more pilots he gets his own airstrip like this little tiny place um then guns become involved where he's like okay now you bring you bring guns here and then you pick up cocaine and you deliver that there like it gets very convoluted and whatever like The CIA doesn't know he's doing the cocaine like he's just doing that on the side and he's so and then he has to hire more people because it's becoming quite lucrative to the point where this guy has so much money that every drawer you open every cupboard he has to he he buries some in his backyard like it's so much money like it's it's flowing like they go when they first moved into the house they are living in they had no power and it looked like terrible and then all of a sudden like you just see the progression of the house getting nicer, her clothes getting nicer. Like you just see this kind of slow, like, okay, now they have a lot of money. Um so they so then they they kind of the CIA gets wind of like kind of what's going on and they they shut it down the operation. He gets arrested and then he cuts a deal with the White House and and there's a lot of moving parts and I don't necessarily want to get into the logistics of how it all shakes out in the end. But there's so many moving parts. You're actually like sometimes I wasn't even sure, like, okay, is is he like is he a double agent now? Is he a, like you're just not sure. Um, but what was really interesting is I was reading Oh, and if sorry, I wanna just throw in if you like like Oliver Stone type movies, this guy, I found this movie very much like it. Like it was shaky, it was like Whatever. It didn't bother me. Usually Oliver Stone bothers me, but it, this one didn't it didn't bug me. Um, here are some facts. Uh, Seal, play Barry Seal, uh, have been likely working for the CIA since the 60s. They only they think it was from like the 70s, but people are saying, no, it's been probably longer than that. The real guy was actually overweight and a cocaine addict. So not Tom Cruise was really vivacious and really like like fun and whatever and apparently this other guy was like pretty like like, it'd
0: be more like philip seymour hoffman
1: yeah like he had a little bit more of an edge to him and you know so um they definitely hollywoodized it uh this scene with him so there's a scene with him where he crashes the small plane into a neighborhood and cocaine goes everywhere and he just turns to a kid he's got cocaine all over him. And he goes, you never saw me. And he runs off. A little cheesy. But apparently that never happened, obviously. I think we would have known about it. Um, also, there's their brother-in-law plays a bit of a, quite a role in this movie. Like the sister's uh, brother. And there is no brother-in-law. So they kind of added characters. They definitely Hollywoodized it. I think they just took it. Like it's loose. They say it's loosely based. Because there's only so much information you have, too, right? No. And he actually earned about sixty million dollars. Yeah.
0: Oh, like the guy.
1: Yeah, Barry Seal. That's my. He did over a hundred flights back and forth, and he made about sixty million dollars. Wait,
0: sorry, one six or six zero? Six zero. Okay. Sixty
1: million. But back in, I mean, that's a lot of money now. And then you think, like in the eighties, like that's yeah seventies, eighties, that's a lot of money. And it's a lot of money now. So. Yeah, it was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Like, it was entertaining. Yeah. And I was pretty fascinated because I do, like, true stories and I do, like, kind of drug cartel stuff. I, well, you know, and I love CIA stuff. So, I like Dom Hall Dom. Gleeson, too. He's really great. He's funny. So, yeah. That is American Made.
0: All right. Uh, my movie is 2010's the bang bang club another based on a true story mm-hmm. uh it is about four south or i guess i don't know if they're all south african but it's about south african photojournalists uh who put themselves in the middle of the south african um apartheid uh as they shoot evidence of the brutality and savagery of the time and for just anyone that didn't know apartheid is a system of institutionalized racial seg- segregation that existed in South and Southwest Africa from 1948 into the 1990s. Wow. So I uh, yeah, base, based on a true story and it's set in 1994. Uh, we've got, well, I wrote Taylor kitsch first, mm-hmm. but it's not really about him. It's about Ryan. Ryan Philippi, Philippi Yeah. Uh, so Taylor kitsch, Ryan Philippi, uh, Frank Rautenbach mm-hmm. and Malin Ackerman. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think now, do you know the, uh, I was about to say bechamel, but that's the sauce, the like bechadel test or something like that, where okay. like, can you find a boot? Like, does this movie have two female characters yes. that talk about something that isn't a man? Yes. It doesn't happen in this movie, but I was thinking about, I kind of want to pay attention to see if that, if that it really, how often it comes up in movies. Yeah uh because like malin ackerman's like the only female character or like all of them have like girlfriends but yeah malin ackerman's the only one that's like
1: has like lines and some substance mm, Mm, not even that not a
0: lot of substance yeah um so we're set in 1994 um a minute and 15 seconds so pretty much 20 (gasps) seconds into the movie nice through all the production and uh it's it was by E1, so not available to stream anywhere. Had to rent it.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so yeah, minute fifteen seconds, we get the title drop.
1: Wow. The
0: Bang Bang Club.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, so, uh, then we have like we're just running right into action. Uh, it's funny because they keep calling it shooting, mm-hmm. like oh we're shooting, but I know it's like taking pictures. Oh, but I if-
1: see. But then when there are people are actually shooting guns, it seems yeah. like well what are they doing? Then? Yeah.
0: They're sh- well, cause then I wrote down, they're shooting a dead body. Oh, okay. Like taking pictures of the yeah, dead body. Yeah. Um, Ryan Philippi is getting like emotionally invested. He kind of just like wanders into like a hostel and originally like people, it seems like people are going to kill him. But then he's just like, Oh, like not that I'm on your side. Cause they're everyone is neutral, but he's like, I want to take pictures. I want to hear your story. Like, Kind of trying to like sympathize with them. Um, but then those people like brutally murder someone. Like, this is 18A move, 18A, mm. 18R,
1: 18A, 18A. is A? Yeah,
0: probably 18 plus, movie. right? Right. Um, like they like there's like stabbing and you can like hear the stabbing. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, very graphic movie. Um, uh, Philippi, like, so like Taylor Kitsch and Frank Routenbach, and, and then there's another guy who like the whole movie he doesn't seem important. And then at the end, you know, at the end of movies like this, they have like the this person did this. Yeah, yeah. They include that guy, and I'm like, I swear I didn't hear that guy talk like the whole oh, movie. Funny. He did, but like Yeah, like not he was like, like maybe He's a side character. Right. Um So then they so he gets a job like with this group and they're kind of they're driving into like it seems like a riot protest, but then like some people are dancing. It's not hmm. very clear of what's going on. Okay. But then the shoot- shooting starts and like they're like just gun shooting, gun shooting. And yep. they're just in the middle of this, like basically getting shot at. Wow. Yeah. Um, so they're like they're still taking these pictures, even though there's gunshots and chaos and people are dying all around them. But they're just taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Very like focused on their craft um so then ryan philippi that are like at this bar after the day and this one guy he had a very like good line like someone because everyone's kind of like oh it's great that you're here but this is the one guy that's like why are you guys doing this like Mm -hmm. you guys are taking pictures and he says um you're just another white photographer making money on spilled african blood
1: wow very impactful Mm -hmm. and
0: everyone else just kind of brushes brushes that off but then Ryan Philippi you could tell is, like kind of struggles with that. Yeah. cuz he
1: thinks he's probably doing good by yeah. bringing awareness and like showing but I guess yeah.
0: Um so then Balan Ackerman pretty much is there as the flirtatious piece to Ryan Philippi. Nice. Um she's also like she's a boss like okay. she runs like a newspaper like the At one point, she's, like, doing the, like, outline for it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of her job. But then, like, Ryan Phillippe comes in and they, like, they bang. Yeah, yeah. Before I wrote, presumably, but then they do. Uh, Taylor Kitsch runs some, like... It's definitely a radio station because he, like, plays a song, but it was, like, pretty much like a podcast.
1: Oh, fun. Yeah. Before they were cool.
0: Yeah. And there was something else going on in the scene that you don't know until, like, a couple seconds later, but Taylor Kitsch is... He's not just not just talking to a microphone. There's something else happening. Okay, great. Um, they say because this is the go back even to Blood Diamond. They say brew like oh,
1: okay.
0: like kind of like bro kind of deal. Yeah. They say brew like a brew. lot. And brew.
1: They all have accents, don't they?
0: Yes, they all have. Are the they South good? Or are you gonna? Uh, like I didn't write it down, but they're just like. They're okay. okay. Like there's no one that's like egregiously bad. Okay. I'll say that. Okay,
1: that's I pretty good. That's a hard I find that a hard Yeah.
0: I can't really accent. remember what malin Ackerman's was, if it was like South African or not, but I know like Taylor Kitch, Ryan philippe and the other guy, mm-hmm. like the other main guy, they're like they have accents. And yeah, they're not like they're not noticeably bad, they're not noticeably great.
1: Okay. They're just okay, like that's n- fair. neutral. Yeah, that's ne- fair. Ne-
0: neutrally good. Um so that oh they do they used a good they did a good job of using the photos in this movie like they do a little photo like montage of like not even the place they've been because it doesn't really look that different but just the different photos that they're taking mm-hmm. I don't know if they're real photos or not that mm, I would love that'd be to know about. fascinating, yeah. Uh, Taylor Kitsch, pretty much the whole movie is either drinking smoking or smoking okay both kinds of smoking yeah um so then he's just like sitting down beside like this tank smoking a joint and then like ryan phillip he joins him, and they're smoking a joint together but then like it's not even cops but they like hey that guy's smoking a joint and they're like in like a tank kind of thing and they're just like banging on the glass like hey put that out it's like right okay yeah. they're not they're just Okay, but he's just like, eh, that's marijuana.
1: Bad Terrible. marijuana. Um,
0: so then they're just taking taking more pictures of dead bodies and then this guy just kind of is just getting like dragged around and beaten up. But then when Ryan Philippi like kind of tries to ask to figure out what's going on in this situation, they're like Like, did you see what they what they did to our people? Like that kind of stuff and He's like, well, what about this guy? And he's like, well, he's, prob- he's probably a part of it. Oh, like, boy. Like, they do a good job of, like, it's never, like, they have, like, uh like kind of colors to, like, separate. Mm-hmm. Like, red and blue to cover. Like, that's this side, and this oh, is that okay. side. Right. But they don't really say, like, oh, red is this side, or blue is that side. Like, it is very, like, you're given the neutral perspective in the movie.
1: Oh, okay. I like that.
0: Um. So yeah, they're just be- beating this guy up because they think he's guilty and he's because like he's part of the other side. And I think like right before that, there was like a big group of people that had died.
1: Mm.
0: Um, then they light the guy on fire. Oh, okay. Just they think he's guilty again. That's another one of the stabbing, and you could really hear
1: mm-hmm.
0: it. Uh, so, yeah, then they light him on fire. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't stop, drop, and roll. What? tries doesn't really work no way eh? um then one of the people like swings their knife at ryan Philippi, like telling him like oh this is a warning this time next time it won't be kind of deal oh yeah you know, for taking pictures because he, Ryan Phillippe is saying like stop like stop doing this mm-hmm. and they're saying stop taking pictures and I'm like oh, oh that's a good like
1: right right
0: Ryan Phillippe is trying to put himself on this high horse and it's like well you're documenting this you're using this for your line of work mm-hmm. and they're just trying to survive right um so then he's like really stressed like he's talking to Ackerman about how like what the situation and like you could tell it's starting to weigh on him but then there's this one picture where someone's like swing. The guy is on fire, and someone's like swinging something at him, and he got the perfect like. It's just the it's just hitting the guy, oh, and he okay. got a picture. So then it's being like sold all around the world, all these mm. places. Pretty sure they made up magazines or oh, like okay. like they had one called the Star, which like made me think like.
1: I think the stars in in uh, England. Oh,
0: so yeah. then so maybe they are, but they never had like. They're just like, oh, they're selling it in England and this place and this place, like, yeah. just kind of not made up places, maybe, but like more location than like specific publications. Um, so like he's all sad, but then like the bros come out and be like, you're getting paid, like yeah, bro, this this is gonna get sold all around the world. You're gonna make so much money off of this. So then he just starts celebrating, like yeah. no big deal. Um, so then the. Uh, cops come and they say like we need the photos we need to Mm. find the person who took these photos because this is a murder like a brutal murder yeah um luckily they just say like oh we need Ryan Phillippe's character I think his name was Greg we need to find this guy but they don't know what he looks like so Malin Ackerman like he's sitting right there and she's like uh yeah he's a freelancer like we don't know where he is nice and then they go like if you don't give over the pictures and testify. You're gonna get arrested. Oh! Okay. If he like if he doesn't testify and give yeah. give over the photos, um, for for that photo specifically, he ends up winning a Pulitzer Prize. Wow! Which they then kind of use against the cops of being like, that's too much publicity. Because if you arrest this guy, then the rest of the world's gonna know you arrested a guy for taking pictures. Or like, yeah, he's now a more famous person. Right. Um. Uh, so then people start following the group. This one person uh, like writes down, oh, this is the Bang Bang Club. And then at first, it's one of those like, ah, oh, that's such a dumb name. Why would we call it that? And the one guy just goes, ah, eh, just leave it. We'll just mm-hmm. be that. So yeah. then people start trying to join, and people are calling them, being like, how do I join the Bang Bang Club? Yeah. And then eventually, people just start following them to like where they're going to be. They usually set up like every morning to take their pictures. And then- it's actually really sad. This one um this one photographer like meets Ryan Philippi at like a party and is like, you know, like I really want to be a part of this like how can I? And he's like, well I can't like give you like a spot or anything, but I could just he tells him like we go if you come to this location we'll be there. Mm-hmm. So then you could be a part of it. So he he meets them there one morning and they go to this like I think it's a graveyard. And they like the two sides are like shooting at each other. Like as soon as they get out of the car and they're telling everyone get down, get down, get down. The one guy doesn't, one of the guys doesn't hear, I guess I can keep that vague and get shot. And yeah. Does not make it. Yeah. Um, it, and then I know it's like 2010. So it probably before selfies or around the time of selfies, but like this one, like one of the guys is like taking selfies with his like,
1: yeah. Nice camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, Film camera. Yeah, like yeah.
0: I'm surprised, and I'm then I was like, "Huh." Like I know it's just a movie, but then I was thinking, like, there's probably so many of those pictures people take, and they turn out terribly. Terrible. Um. Then, uh, Ryan Phillips, Oh wait, uh, Taylor Kitsch like crashes his car. He's like gone off the rails. They, uh, found his stash of weed. So like he was in. I don't even think he was in jail. I think they just like paid his bail and he was fine. Okay. So he's just kind of a mess. He's a hot mess. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Phillippe, Noah, everyone else is covering other stuff. And he figures out in this dangerous dangerous area, there's photo opportunities. So he goes there. Um, And Malin Ackerman, probably the worst line of the movie, um, like, because he's just going by himself when usually it's like a group going together. Yeah. And she starts putting her jacket on. And she's like, if it's safe enough for you, Oh, it doesn't finish the line. Just right. says if it's safe <laughs> enough for you, then right. she's coming. And I'm like, oh, that's bad. Oh no. Very one-dimensional character, which yeah. is it's just too bad. Yeah. Um, but then he needs her help in nothing like dangerous, but needs her help with something. But she is emotionally involved and like can't handle what they're taking a picture of Mm -hmm. so she's like holding up a light and she's shaking and crying and he's like can you hold it still and she's like i can't like i can't do this like they have a conversation about like you have to be a special person to do this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um so then it's one week before the election they're like running behind a tank like they are full-on like they are, like, sitting with one of the sides of the battle, mm-hmm. and a few, couple few people get shot, like, wow. it's just a mess, yeah. and then that's kind of the end of it. Okay. Because, like, the people getting shot, like, is pretty much the end, and then they do the, like, the, this person went this. on to do this, and...
1: This one got a Pulitzer. Yeah,
0: everyone's, like... I don't want say everyone's living, because... Some of the people don't make it, but the people that are, they're just like, yeah, no, they went all around the world taking pictures and now they just, they're just chilling. Wow. Yeah. So So fascinating. It was. It was a cool, it was a very cool story. Yeah. I like how it was told It used the pictures well. Was it like the greatest movie? No, but it was a good time.
1: Right. Right. Good. Mm -hmm. Well, that's exciting. I know. I've always wanted to see it. I don't know why I haven't seen it because I love anything like photography, right?
0: Photography and war. (laughs)
1: I don't like war and Taylor Kitsch. I know Taylor Kitsch. I like. I don't like war though. You don't like war? No.
0: Just World War Two.
1: No, I like reading about historical fiction. World War Two. I'm kind of over that now, though. It is her face.
0: Definitely not. um, I don't want to say for the faint of heart, but it doesn't. Yeah. It sugarcoats some things, but like a lot of it, when you're in those situations, they don't really. I don't know. Like, let, like they don't ignore stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. I think I'd like to watch it yeah. one day.
0: I rented it, so you can watch it if you want.
1: Yeah. No, because you only get it for, like, 24 hours, don't you? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. Anyways, okay. let's Go. get to our Replace a Cast. Mm-hmm. So, we've got... This was fun. Three movies each. It was a good... Thought exercise.
1: It was because it was really hard. Like it was, I thought it was gonna be so much easier. Like I was like, Oh, I'll just like do this, this. And then there's like certain people that you like, I just really like, and I want them in a movie that I'm, you know, replacing. And I also want to make very clear that a couple of my movies like i wouldn't actually replace them it's just for fun
0: see i thought of replace but then i also thought what if it was like redo like yeah think of it that I way know. as well. what
1: am i though should never be redone so anyways you get to go first because you won
0: um okay i'm gonna start with spotlight okay so spotlight i thought of i kind of thought of these movies in different ways of like most of them were like actually two of them are like if we were doing this movie now okay what would i what would i want to do
1: yeah because how old is that movie it's not
0: spotlight is 2015 okay. so not like so it's that not like old. super old but no. yeah um okay so there's i've got five roles for this one so michael keaton i didn't write the character name i just yeah no did i didn't either michael keaton mark ruffalo rachel McAdams, stanley tucci and billy crudup
1: Wow, there's one girl in there amazing
0: <laughs> there was one girl on the team yeah um there's another person on the team but they're not really in the movie that much okay so for the billy crudup role there's two people i thought of because so billy crudup's character is like a lawyer who's kind of in the middle Mm -hmm. like it's not you don't really know which side he's on yeah one person i thought of was jacob lordy okay possibly the only thing he might be a little, like, because this guy's, like, pretty done up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if Jacob Elordi could necessarily play yeah, that. He's yeah. more of a grittier character. Yeah. Um, And then Nick Robinson, who okay. was in Love, Simon, might, okay. might be a little more. Because then I was thinking in that, like, Ansel Elgore, Dylan Minnette.
1: Yeah. That, that kind of
0: that range group. of people. Right, right. Uh, for the Stanley Tucci character, after I wrote it down, Jacob Elordi could kind of play that role better. Right. And he's, like, the... He's the lawyer that represents the people that were abused. Okay. And he's very, like... Mark Ruffalo keeps, like, calling him to be, like, I want to do interviews and stuff. And he just kind of blows him off. Sorry, I don't have enough time is kind of what he's mm-hmm. always saying. Mm-hmm. So... Jacob will could do it um I also put Bob Odenkirk just because yeah he's, I like that he's better call Saul like yeah
1: I like that one a little bit better I don't know why I think like Jacob Lorde is too young or something like I don't feel like we've seen him in enough
0: yeah uh another I one like I Bob, wrote, though if we're doing if we're going a little younger Jaden Smith
1: yeah yeah I can see that
0: um the other one I wrote which I'm now forgetting what I know oh um Austin Abrams, who is from Euphoria.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: I felt like he could really play. He
1: played the girl's boyfriend, the the um cat. Yes, name, cat? Yeah, cat. yeah, cat's uh, boyfriend. He was like the really, he's a good boy. Yeah, hey, he's a good boy, but he's I, a little PG. Yeah, and she did not want PG.
0: <laughs> but I think he could like grows out like a little scruffy yeah, facial I hair. I like that. I could kind of see him as like. I can see it the, for sure. Because I don't want to say like scumbag isn't the right word, but kind of like a grittier lawyer
1: yeah i can see that for sure
0: uh rachel mcadams i thought of two uh elizabeth banks just because i can kind of okay. see that look
1: yeah it's yeah. kind
0: of similar and then the other one would be saoirse ronan okay i like Sersha. i just think those but two if
1: you're going with that younger look yeah i like the i like the saoirse plus it'd be interesting to see her in a role like that right like an ensemble like she i know she does the Uh, Wes Anderson movies but this this was like an ensemble like you're you're all together ensemble not like separate kind of stories ensemble yeah not like
0: Edward Norton's over here yeah you and Charlemagne are over here
1: like yeah you're all working kind of together right Mm -hmm. oh I like it so far that's cool uh
0: so the the Mark Ruffalo role the one that I just I'll say the other actually I'll say the other one first Chase Stokes who plays uh John B in Outer Banks yep I thought maybe yeah but then, I can see that. But then I almost thought of it second because Noah Centineo, right? Who he's like in Netflix. He's, he's in. To, he's
1: in one of mine too. <laughs> to all
0: the to all the boys yeah, I loved like I that yeah. franchise. I want to make sure other people know. I know. I know. Yeah. He like I just saw his face next to Mark Ruffalo. I'm like he could do this, and I think he's he's gonna try his best over these next few years to not be in that like. Rom-com, like, yeah. teenage movie yeah. kind of stuff. I like can't wait
1: to tell you where I picked him. That's so fun. <laughs>
0: like, he's doing um, he's doing the new DC movie, Black Adam, so he's okay. into the superhero realm. Yeah. He's trying to diversify.
1: Yeah, because you got to show range. Otherwise, you're going to get pigeonholed, and that would be the worst thing.
0: But, and to me, Mark Ruffalo is the best part of Spotlight because he was, like, the, like, most invested, the most, like, investigative. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so, like passionate right Uh, and then finally our Michael Keaton role which Mm. is our elder statesman it is the leader of the group So I thought of two people. Okay. Number one, Kevin Costner.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: He might be well because I guess it's hard now because a lot of people would probably think of him as John Dutton. Like it's it's, the
1: only way I think of him now.
0: It's not that it's not that kind of role, but I just thought he like I for this one it just kind of same kind of energy. Yeah. Right. Older people. Yeah. Not older, but like. But
1: yeah, not Noah and yeah, Sersha and stuff. Right, they're all in their twenties.
0: And the other one I thought of was Denzel.
1: Mm. I, Ooh, I like that.
0: I think he could really... Because that's
1: exactly the kind of role I picture him always playing, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And he's a little more than you'd get to see. it almost be like Denzel plays... I don't want to say outlandish characters, but he plays very like animated characters. Mm-hmm. And Michael Keaton in this movie is a little more reserved. Mm-hmm. Kind of almost like Denzel in real life. So I'd yeah. want to see what he would do with that.
1: Yeah, that's good. I like it. That was really good. I can totally see those. Um, okay. Let me see what I've got. I think I'm going to do my Oceans 8. So anybody that doesn't know Oceans 8, it is the female cast. And so I came up with, that's a big cast. It's a huge ensemble. So you have Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Mindy Kaling, uh, Helena uh, Bonham Carter, Rihanna, Dakota Fanning, Aquafina, and Sarah Paulson. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. This is where I struggled a little bit because I was very adamant on. Okay, so Sandra Bullock technically, technically is the main character.
0: Wasn't she like George Clooney's sister? Sister,
1: yes. So technically, but Kate Blanchett plays her very cool best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sandra Bullock will be played by Florence Pugh. That's good. Okay, because I think she can carry, I think she can handle that. But the cool best friend will be Zendaya. Because I wanted Zendaya, I was thinking, I originally had Zendaya in the Sandra Bullock. But when you watch the movie, Kate Blanchett has an energy about her that is similar to Zendaya. So I was like, no, that's the way it has to be. Anne Hathaway will be played by Haley Steinfeld. Because Anne Hathaway's character is the actress. Yeah. Who's, right? So that will be Haley Steinfeld. Mindy Kaling will be played by Mindy Kaling. She will not be replaced. Okay? Because she's amazing in the movie and I love her and she's not being replaced. Um, Helena Bottom Carter. She is going to be played by a very specific role of Emma Stone's but Cruella Emma Stone. Yeah, I right? can see that the very like similar the, looks, like that, uh, like eccentric.
0: Because uh, in this movie, she's the, de- isn't she like a designer? Designer,
1: yeah. So I can see, but it has to be Emma Stone from Cruella. I like not I, just Emma Stone.
0: I like the specif- specificity. Yeah. Of that role, I like that because I was
1: like, that's the kind of energy I need. I need someone who's a little eccentric and that big hair and the whatever. And that's the only role I could think of. I was like, that's who needs to be it um rihanna will be played by zoe kravitz because that is i was like who could possibly replace rihanna there's and not many
0: in turn especially in terms of like the coolness because cool. like, like R- they're rihanna, cool people like rihanna just kind of plays like herself
1: yeah and she's super dope and so it's like who can you get and i was thinking like zoe kravitz and like even catwoman or are- when she's Catwoman or like that kind of energy of like this, like I am super confident and whatever. So I want that Dakota Fanning will be played by Julia Garner, who anybody doesn't know her. She is from Ozark. She's got the curly hair and I think she'd be great in this. Um, Aquafina, another tough one to replace. I was like, oh, but I'm going to take Hunter Schaefer from Euphoria. So I'm going to have – because I feel like it needs to be somebody who's, like, kind of – yeah, I don't know. Now I'm second-guessing it. But that's – I wanted Hunter Schafer in this ensemble. Like, there were certain people I just wanted, so it was hard to, like, get them into a role, right? So mm-hmm. – and Sarah Paulson will be played by Carrie Washington.
0: Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Because she's, like, the mom. Yeah. That, like, is still – in the crime world, but yeah, like not the same way totally. as like the heist,
1: right? So I want to, I want Carrie Washington in there. The so other,
0: yeah. the other person I was gonna say for the Aquafina role, you made me think of a different Euphoria actress, Alexa Demi. Okay, yeah, you, I, I have, The only that. thing is, I think you just need someone loud because that's too. what Aquafina is. I know
1: Aquafina is loud. I know. So these are the two that I wanted in there, but I couldn't. Was Jodie Comer from um, Killing Eve? I really wanted her in the role. The only one I could really think of was maybe Kate Blanchett. That's what I, I was going to say. I know. That be... But I was like, I really wanted Zendaya there in a main role. Mm-hmm. And then I really wanted Elizabeth Wilson for some reason. But I couldn't.
0: You know who the role she would be good for? What? The Sarah Paulson one. Yeah. I could see her being like the mom.
1: Right. Yeah. I know. I love Kerry Washington. Yeah. So those are the ones that I, I had to do it in pencil, man. You don't even understand. You would think that I'm actually casting a movie the way I took this. I took it so seriously. Yeah. That's my Ocean's 8. Cause that'll be a, like a younger. Cause right. That's yeah. why I was kind of going for the, okay. Now these are the younger girls, young Hollywood. Yeah. Nice.
0: Uh my next one is Reservoir Dogs. Nice. That is This is the this was hard. Uh, this I can't is, even imagine. This was a lot of again back and forth yeah. making sure it's in pencil. Um so the way I did this was we are I don't know if you want to say remaking okay. or Reservoir Dogs is being made tomorrow okay. like it is okay. now. Okay. Okay. Um so th- the the characters I did were all of the aliases. So we got Mr. Orange, Mr. White, uh, actually, I should, Mr. Orange played by Tim Roth, Mr. White, Harvey Keitel, Mr. Blonde, uh, I wrote Madsen, but I can't remember his first name.
1: Oh. Um,
0: I want to say it's Mad or Mark. Oh,
1: I do know it. I know who you're talking about. I don't remember. Anyways, I'll do it. I'll do it. You keep going. Okay. Uh
0: Mr. Pink played by Steve Buscemi. Uh, Mr. Blue played by Edward Bunker. And Mr. Brown, played by Quentin Tarantino.
1: Wow, that is, yeah, that's insane. So right? we're
0: making we're making this movie tomorrow. Okay. Um, I'm gonna work my way back. So Mr. Brown. So the way I thought of this is Tar- Michael. Michael, Michael Madsen. Madsen. Yeah. Um, I said two Ms. I think yeah, I said you did. You m- did. Like Mike was and Matt.
1: Alliteration there. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Mr. Brown, Tarantino directed this movie and is a part of it. Okay. So I picked someone that. I want directing this movie, but okay. it's also going to be a part of it. Because it's a pretty small role. Like, yes. he's not yeah, in it very n- much. Yeah. So, I went with Jordan Peele.
1: Oh, nice. I thought someone yes. that could do a bit of both. Yeah. The
0: only thing I'm thinking now is I would want to find a way to get Keegan-Michael Key in it as well. Right, right. Uh, you make
1: up a new Mr. There is other a- characters. Aqua.
0: <laughs> like, there's nice guy Eddie and his dad. But I just wanted to stick to the aliases. Um, Mr. Blue, who... Is not in it much. You kind of just find out. Oh, the police kill them. Like kind of deal. Yeah. Same as Mr. Brown off screen. So I put Timothy Chalamet. Mm, nice,
1: nice. Yeah.
0: Not the biggest role, but it's also like Edward Bunker was like older when they did the movie. Yeah. So I'm just we're keeping it young. Uh
1: huh.
0: Uh huh. Mr. Pink. Is this is and who is this? Steve Buscemi. Oh boy! This is the perfect casting. If if anybody remembers Reservoir Dogs, again, it is told in a very discombobulated way. But Steve Buscemi is the one that gets the diamonds, and he's like running from the cops. They have a great like panning shot across, and he's like jumping over cars and shooting at cops. The person playing this role okay. is Pete Davidson. Nice. That is that is how when we yes. were talking about it, it starts with me at least. I. Did these three movies, and it started with one person in one role, and for me it was Pete Davidson, nice, as Mr. Pink.
1: Nice, I like
0: that. Uh, Mr. Blonde, so uh, Matson, Michael, Michael Matson.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. He's the one that he kind of he gets very paranoid, and he's the one that just got out of jail, and like he kind of goes a little insane because he's the one that you know. Uh, cop isn't going to hear as well after he meets Mr. Blonde right that is going to be Daniel Kaluuya
1: oh nice
0: I think it's some like someone who is going to really sink his teeth into the role I thought of even specifically like it is probably the most challenging role of the movie I would say and him and Jordan Peele have a great relationship so I just thought totally. that's a That's a good combination, Mm -hmm. which then leads us to Mr. White and Mr. Orange. Again, another kind of duo.
1: So Harvey Keitel and Tim Roth. Mm. And
0: Tim Roth gets like shot immediately and is basically bleeding out the whole movie.
1: The whole movie. Yeah.
0: So I have two options. Okay. So there's two sets because I just thought you need someone you need people with good dynamics. Yes. So my first one is Jacob Batalon and uh, Tom Holland.
1: Okay, from Spider Man.
0: Yeah. Okay. Jacob Battle, yeah, he plays uh, his friend Ned. Ned. Okay. So I have Jacob Battle in the Tim Roth role. Yep. And Tom Holland as Harvey Keitel.
1: Okay. I can see it.
0: In those roles. The other one, again, you want good dynamics. So I have Jonathan Majors mm-hmm. and Michael B. Jordan.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: Again, those are your basically those are your main characters of the movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and even there's a nice twist right at the end. I was trying to think how would those two do that? Yeah, I could kind of be swayed to switch yeah. them in the roles that they are, but those are the two main characters of the movie. I like them
1: both for different reasons. So yeah,
0: because I'm thinking if we go the Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors, it's taking it like a little more seriously. I want to mm-hmm. say when Tom Holland, Jacob Battleon might be a little funnier.
1: And it's because we've seen them as Spider-Man together. People might not be able to separate that. Yeah. Right? But I guess it depends on how they play it. But I can see Tom Holland in that role. Yeah. Nice. Even,
0: like, if Tom Holland not was Harvey Keitel, but even, like, the Pulp Fiction role. Like, I kind of see Tom Holland doing that. Mm-hmm. Maybe not now, when he's a little bit older. Yeah. He could yeah. be that kind of, Yeah, like, he
1: needs to get some years under his belt. Yeah. Little youngin'. So yeah, that's our Reservoir yeah I, like I really like that. Yeah, that's a really good one. I could see that I would watch that movie. Um, okay, my next one is Couples Retreat. We taught we've talked about this movie before because it's a cheesy movie, but it is a great cast.
0: Very good cast.
1: So the the I think you just had it a few weeks ago, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. So Couples Retreat. So you have Jason Bateman and he's married to Kristen Bell. Vince Vaughn ma- married to Mellon Ackerman. She's coming up again. John Favreau um, married to Kristen Davis. And Faison Love, his is girlfriend, is Callie Hawk. I didn't do his wife. I just, because yeah. she kind of comes in in the end. And then Marcel is the only one I did. He's like the main guy. He's played by um, Gene Reno, who's like um, Leon the Professional. Oh, yeah, Sean, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, his name. He's the only guy I really did out of the... The people that own the place. Okay, so Jason Bateman was my hardest role. I really struggled with it because I was like, you need someone. It's almost like I wanted, like, Ryan Reynolds. But then I was like, but if I'm going, like, I kind of want to do a little bit younger. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of like a, a lateral move. And I was like, I want something a little different. So I picked Jimmy Tart. Tart- uh, he's the YouTube guy who's on Home Economics now.
0: Oh, uh, Jimmy Tatro.
1: Tatro. So people probably don't know him. I feel like you're going to get to know this guy. He's really funny. He's on a show called Home Economics. And he, I feel because I watched the show, I feel like he could play that role.
0: Sorry, wait, for which one? Which
1: Jason Bateman.
0: Oh, okay. I would have thought he would be more of the Vince Vaughn.
1: Oh, Okay. Okay, well, maybe we'll do some switching.
0: We don't. I've just. No, I like it. I'm I'm totally open.
1: Kristen Bell. It was my. These two are my hardest ones. I went through a lot of people because
0: these are the two characters. They're very particular and they're put together and they have like a PowerPoint presentation about this vacation and how their marriage is falling apart. Yeah.
1: So I picked Jennifer Lawrence, but I could be swayed out of it.
0: I could see what you're going for. I just feel like she's almost a little too like every day. I mean, it would be a challenging role for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who else I could really see. Okay. Why don't
1: I go through? because okay. they might there might be who I pick for my Malin Ackerman might be who should be Kristen Bell's character. Okay. So Vince Vaughn, I picked Pete Davidson.
0: Oh, that's that's pretty good <laughs> right yeah come
1: on that's a good one i was like like you said with pete davidson that's the way i felt about this movie i was like vince Vaughn will be pete, pete davidson
0: and the fun like the if you wanted to not obviously it's a funny movie but even like because we get to create these roles it'd be like what if you put like kate beckinsale or ariana right. grande <laughs> right like,
1: yeah right kim kardashian yeah, yeah. one
0: of those <laughs>
1: okay so for malin ackerman's role i put zoe deutsch
0: I, I think she's more Kristen Bell. Yeah. I, I, think it's,
1: I think you're right. But then I don't know if I would put Jennifer Lawrence and Malin Ackerman, but I feel like it would suit it better. The only reason I didn't put that together is because they date in real life, Jimmy and Zoe. So I was like... Oh, did they actually? Yeah. Oh, they've been together a couple of years now. So I was like, that's a funny if I put actual couples together. Mm. But I was like, probably people don't even know that.
0: I could even see like... Because now you're talking of like Malin Ackerman's character is like a mom, like yeah. I don't wanna say older, but like I could see like an Emma Stone. Right. Like it's a I don't wanna say norm, like normal sounds weird, but like isn't like an over the top character.
1: Yeah, kind of just a chill character, right? So okay, so we're gonna we're gonna move Zoe Deutsch into the Kristen Bell and then we're gonna leave Malin Ackerman a little free right now. But it is Pete Davidson with Somebody,
0: and it's because he's the overly funny one, and she's the one that kind of has to keep him grounded, keep it
1: all together and stuff, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, John Favreau is going to be played by Jonah Hill.
0: Oh, I can, yeah, I could see that, right? uh, There's a lot of phases of Jonah Hill, but I think there's I, th- I think it makes sense. I
1: think it makes sense, too. Bro-y, I can see it. Yeah,
0: football.
1: Yeah. I know. You didn't like these two characters. No, because they just hated each
0: other. And I then know. we're just like, oh, no, we're in love.
1: And then Kristen Davis is going to be played by Mila Kunis.
0: Yeah. No, I can see. I can definitely see that. But then I'm that. thinking
1: now Mila maybe could go with Pete. No
0: uh yeah no i can see that like especially like forgetting sarah marshall era yeah Mira.
1: yeah that's definitely what i was thinking that kind of
0: friends with benefits yeah kind of time totally.
1: yeah totally um okay phase on love is gonna be you're gonna love this one is gonna be played by uh brian tyree henry yeah. he's from atlanta and bullet train and we are obsessed with him yeah. and he would play that role Impeccably, he was my second. He was like the second one where I was like, I wanted Pete Davidson, and that for some reason I saw him in that Vince Vaughn role. And then I was like, and Brian Tyree Henry is gonna be right in there.
0: I do really like that.
1: And my Callie Hawk, I don't know her well, but I'm obsessed with her because um, I loved when she was on the podcast. It is another Atlanta girl, um, uh,
0: Zazzy Beats, Zazzy
1: Beats. I like so, that
0: dynamic of them two together, okay, too. Okay, because
1: I don't know what they play on Atlanta, so I was like, I don't know if people, you know, because the same thing of, like, the Spider- Spider-Man, Spider-Man thing, separating. right?
0: They're not, like, it would be more like if you were, like, Donald Glover and Sassy Beast would be more. Right, would be, because they're, t- yeah the only thing i would say is maybe someone a little bit younger because like in the mm. movie it's very like obvious like how young she is okay like i would think of someone like the girl that's playing the little mermaid like uh oh, H- okay. hayley bailey right but i do get the the zazie beats i just love her she, yeah brian tyree henry now i feel like should be in reservoir dogs
1: right i know he's so cool um, my Marcel, so he is the owner of the place and super chill guy will mm-hmm. be played by Matthew McConaughey.
0: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I really like that.
1: <laughs> so when they show me, he's like, all right, all right, all right. right, all right, right. All right. <laughs> and he's just going to be like, what's the problem? Like, you know? Yeah. I like so that. So the only one is the Kristen Bell. It Well, if I move Zoe Deutsch there, then I don't have a Malin Ackerman, but I can work that. I don't know.
0: I'm trying to think of I like know. that's who, why we
1: pre-gave each other these yeah, so we weren't like who doing would it on be? the spot oh my god I would have been a nightmare you don't even understand how many people I wrote out all the actresses and all the actors I loved basically and then was trying to like fit them into roles or whatever right but the thing with Couples Retreat is it is a funnier movie yeah so it's like you kind of need someone that you feel could play that funny role right and jennifer lawrence doesn't generally play funny what i was thinking of is like her and like silver linings playbook that like not quite as angry as she gets but like that feistiness yeah i Uh, could
0: see the Kristen davis role i could see jennifer lawrence do that like that version of her
1: right yeah anyways that's my couple's retreat
0: all right, this is my my last. Oh, and one. I did
1: want Charlie Day in there, but I couldn't figure it out. I wanted Ooh. Charlie Day in the one of the boys, but I was really happy with my boys.
0: Yeah, I don't think he fits in that movie, but I do. I do get right? what you're going for. I know. I
1: was like, I want Charlie Day in there
0: because there isn't anybody that honestly, maybe even the Jason Bateman spot. Yeah. yeah, just in terms of like how like kind of all over the place he is. Yeah,
1: I did. I had him, and then I just really like Jimmy though. I feel like he's gonna. I. F- I feel like he's gonna be do good things.
0: I love him. He's he's had a fan a fan in the on this podcast for a decade. <laughs> That's how long I've been watching him.
1: Yeah, he's pretty funny.
0: Now he, he might be a big deal. Yeah. Uh my last, last one. one is is a hard one. It's gonna be a hard one for people to accept once I start going through it. Okay. But I'm gonna bring everyone back. So this one I'm we're remaking the movie then. Okay. We are remaking the original Avengers. Oh boy. And I'm recasting the OG six.
1: <laughs> People are gonna hate it.
0: Some of these are hard. Actually, I guess maybe maybe it's not. Maybe we're just picking it maybe it's not back in twenty twelve, because one of the characters wouldn't really make sense. Okay. Um so we have Captain America, Iron Man Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and the Hulk.
1: I can't wait to see who you put in Hawkeye.
0: We are gonna go. We're gonna go backwards. We're gonna work our way back up to Captain to America, America Iron Man is gonna be it's a, they're controversial ones. Oh,
1: I love it. Actually
0: they're not. The Captain America one is gonna make sense. Iron Man I took a bit more of a risk. I
1: love it though.
0: Um so the Hulk I have two. Okay. And it's Terry Crews. Yep. Or the Rock. Yep. The only thing is The Rock, I don't know if he can play it as seriously. Yeah, yeah. Terry Crews might be more serious, because th- the Hulk isn't a funny character.
1: No, he's super serious and smart, and yeah. I like Terry Crews, I think.
0: Hawkeye, I went I went a swing for the fences here. Okay, okay. I'd, I not only... Well, actually, I did not cast to the original gender
1: okay oh that's good i love that
0: i put jennifer lawrence
1: (gasps) i love it
0: because i just think the kind of like hunger games
1: type Hunger games
0: because she has the archery but then i think also she's like quippy enough like hawkeye yeah i I think
1: think so too that's a good one
0: black widow is someone that was up for the role but then turned it down but i just think once we get to the end and you're gonna be like oh this person's Black Widow, and this other person is another character. It's going to make sense. Okay. Uh, Black Widow, I put Emily Blunt.
1: <gasps> wow. Up
0: for the role at the time, denied it for, I don't remember what. Like, wow. back when it was Iron Man 2. She, yeah, yeah. When they introduced Black yeah. Widow.
1: She said, no way. Eh? I wonder what she thinks of that now. Other She's commitments, like Yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably can't. like, whatever, right? Yeah
0: um for thor and i think Thor's the one that i think it's the hardest one to recast so i made yeah. it as unique as possible because i was like oh i could be funny and be like luke hemsworth or right the other brother is liam liam yeah i don't know why i didn't remember liam but i remember right. luke <laughs> yeah that was like funny. you could do one of them or uh oh yeah i guess that's who played like thor in the play was was luke um i went with i think it's it's either stefan james or Stefan james who okay. he played jesse owens he was in if beale street could talk
1: oh okay yeah you do I don't no? sure. yeah as soon as you said beale street yeah i'm trying to think of
0: what else those were like the two main roles he's been in but i thought you know if we're uh and he's canadian i thought that was a fun nice fact. i thought if we're gonna recast such an iconic character yeah let's get as creative as possible i like it um Nothing else that I really recognize. Like, he's in Selma, but I don't remember Yeah, yeah. from what. So, Stephen James. For I Stephane. like
1: it. Yeah.
0: So, Iron Man is the one. Like, Ooh. how do you replace Robert Downey Jr.? To me, he's like, if we're ever doing, like, one day we should do, like, perfectly casted roles. Yeah. I think Robert Downey Jr. is the per- perfect Tony 10 Stark. 10 out of 10. Would not change anything. My real big swing for the fences, and it's an actor that you just want to see in the MCU who could play, who is like some big name actor that could do it. So I was like, Leo could do it. Okay. He could have the cocky, like he's done enough roles where I think like yeah. he'll have the facial hair, like the not over the top. I don't know and if he's, he's quite... kind of a
1: womanizer in yeah. the first like two one or two, maybe.
0: I don't know if he's quite funny enough yeah because you haven't we have we've never really seen it
1: yeah he doesn't do that those kind of roles right but i bet you he is like i'm sure he could be i'm sure he could be and i'm sure he could have that sarcastic like right dry delivery too right
0: the other one i had and i almost think it makes a little more sense in the right era of this person but john stamos
1: oh okay
0: i feel like he like if we're like 90s yeah 90s. john stamos i think could do the because i just think he has that the gravita i don't know what else he like he has that kind of arrogance yes be tony stark
1: totally yes that's a good, yeah
0: captain america
1: captain america
0: chris evans you know everybody everybody loves him yeah i thought of going like to what they're doing with captain america now and like go with someone that is a person of color yeah I thought of it. I couldn't quite find a person because then I was like, "Eh, was Anthony Mackie. Like, that's just great.
1: (laughs) I pick Anthony Mackie.
0: (laughs) I thought of Michael P. Jordan. Yeah. But then I thought of, like, he's Killmonger and not that like, he wouldn't be able to be Captain America. But I just thought for the MCU, he was such a good villain.
1: Yeah, he was. Yeah.
0: So I went with someone that auditioned for the role multiple times. Okay. And was rejected. Eventually made an MCU appearance. Okay. John Krasinski.
1: Oh, yes.
0: The all-American type. And now we'll have our little connection there. A lot of people talk about how Nat and Steve, Captain America, Black Widow, could have been a relationship. Now we have Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Blunt.
1: Yes. Oh, I like it. I never thought I would be open to anybody like Avengers. I would say Tony is the hardest one for me. Because it is like you you kind of want like a Ryan Reynolds kind of like that – kind of person who could be arrogant but is still funny but is yeah that's Robert hard, Downey just toes that line like perfectly. it's so hard because it's you got these characters and you're like that is irreplaceable but we're playing a game so yeah. right
0: would not actually do this gosh no especially because like if we're gonna like Iron Man Thor probably 1a 1b in whatever order of like hardest to do yeah
1: for sure um that was great I like it um, okay. So my last one is the breakfast club. Now you guys, let me really preface this by saying I would never want to see this movie remade. It is perfection. I don't, but for the sake of the fun game of, I was thinking like school detention and I wanted to go younger. Um, I don't know if people are going to know all these people, but that's okay. Cause mm-hmm. I'll just say who they are. Um, Okay, so I don't even know where to start. I think I'm going to start with Anthony Michael Hall. So he plays the nerdy guy. And I am going to pick um, Will Poulter from We're the Millers, though. Yeah, because like, I want like Jack. He's Jack because he's doing an MCU or yeah. whatever, DC, or whatever he's doing now. So I want the We Are the Millers Will. Like, I, I want that. that where he's like the nerdy kind of like, you know, sticking up for the girl. And yeah, like that's. That's the one I want. Um, I put for Emilio Estevez. I did Tom Holland because he's the jock, the wrestler. So no, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, it's, you're not it's liking a, it.
0: It's a hard like because when I think of the jock, I just don't really see Tom Holland. Tom Holland is like the jock. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of other people like off the top of my head that could like. I could even like if we could bring back other people like Jimmy Tatro, right? I think that would be that could be in his alley.
1: Wheelhouse, yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, Judd Nelson, I picked Noah. Send, send to, send to, Neo, the guy from um to all the boys that Jack uh, Jack said. So I feel like Judd Nelson was a tough one because you need like a tough character. But that has appeal. And when I went through his like IMDb like photos, I was like, there are certain Noah that suits it.
0: Not like like, shaved head.
1: Not shaved head Noah. He needs to have a bit of long hair. And he could, I think he could play tough. Like, I think he could pull that off. But I don't know him super well. But I feel like, looks wise, that's what I picture the character because it's a tough. He's a, you know, a hard character um, for Ali Sheedy's role. So she plays like the nerdy, not sorry, nerdy. She's goth. like goth, whatever. This girl is the one that I don't know if people are going to know. But if you look her up, I think people can get on board with this. Her name is Bridget Lendy Payne. And she's from a show called Atypical. And she's got the same kind of um where I feel like she could play the Ali Sheedy role because you have to remember in the movie too, when she does her makeup and does her hair and stuff that, you know, it's a completely different kind of look. And I feel like someone like Bridget could play both of those roles. Like it could, it would make sense. Do you know who she is? No. Okay. Um, And then for Molly Ringwald was my hardest one. I couldn't, I can't even tell you how many people I had in this role. Originally I had the girl from game of thrones, um, Natalie or Nat, Natalie. I don't know how to say her name, but the, um,
0: I know who you're talking about, but now I can't even remember what her last name is. Emmanuel or something. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot who you were talking about. Uh, yeah. I think it's, yeah, I don't actually remember what it was, but yeah, uh, Natalie, Natalie, Emmanuel.
1: Yeah. So I had her in that role. Um, But then I found this other girl or I remember this other girl when I watched Little Fires Everywhere. There's this girl called Lexi Underwood and she is in real life 17. So that's the other thing I was trying to get. Like I didn't want 30 year olds playing like these kids. So Lexi Underwood and she's adorable. And I think she would suit that popular kind of the pretty popular one. So I picked Lexi Underwood and my principal, which you're going to like my principal. Because you remember the principal? Yeah. Jason Segel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, right? that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. I was like I really want Jason Segel there cuz I think he would be good. So that's my breakfast club. That was my hardest one, I think, because it's such a iconic movie. I had a really hard time. I should have just done Ocean's 8 couples retreat and then like more of a drama. Yeah. I was thinking cuz mine were like kind of yeah. I was I felt a little limited in the thing, but anyways.
0: I, I was checking to see oh um Emilio Estevez okay I have two okay Jacob Elordi yeah oh
1: yeah uh my only thing with him is his height see he in very tall. because because Judd Nelson is character is taller you have and he like over you know yeah I'm gonna mess you you know when they have their fight yeah Jacob Elordi would be too tall like it unless because then you have to guess because he's like really tall yeah like I see what you're saying, though, like body-wise and like, the you jock, know, jock popular kind of guy, right?
0: Even, um, he's a little older, but John Boyega, I think.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Maybe also do that.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I know. It was tough. It was hard, but it was super fun. Like, yeah. it was like, you know, you're thinking of the movie and you're thinking of the characters and you're thinking of things you've seen them in and so, excuse me, it was fun. That's it. Yeah.
0: Um, next week episode 110
1: 110
0: we've got imc i'm watching stuck in love you're watching the perfect date which is noah Centenario. rom-com for rom-com and we're doing a self-made rom-com bracket oh mine's done the sixth sense i don't know <laughs> i saw an s
1: <laughs> yeah mine is done and i'm ready to go for it so yeah i haven't watched the movie yet though so it's not like I could do it today. No. I have to watch the movie.
0: See, that, it would have to be Actually, like. Actually, I
1: don't think Stuck in Love is a rom com, but it is a. I would say it's a romantic drama. Rom drum. Rom drum.
0: Uh, stuck in Love. Stuck. I did not spell stuck. Right. I feel like you
1: and I are like. It's so funny because I've given you like an older, not older movie, but older people and like the adults, and you've given me like the young. <laughs> so, so our age, right? <laughs> It's going to be funny to see if we, have you watched The Perfect Date?
0: Yes, I did. It is a, it is a Netflix movie that is very teen.
1: Why did you give it to me then?
0: Because I just want to see, like uh, Camila Mendez is in it. Mm -hmm. There's another girl that I can't remember her name or even what she looks like, but there's just, it's a fun movie. Okay i for it. Or maybe it's not.
1: Oh, I just want to quickly mention that on Netflix, uh, came out on Wednesday the 26th, is The Good Nurse with Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmay on Based on a True Story. And it looks phenomenal. haven't watched it because it just came out, but it looks phenomenal. And I can't wait to watch it this weekend. I put it in my calendar. I was so excited about this movie. Wow. Well, I love Jessica Chastain. Fair. I can't believe she wasn't in Ocean's 8. But I was going for a younger she could play Sarah Paulson, too, though, right? Oh, yeah, she could. I know. There's so many great ones out there. Right? There
0: was. We definitely need to come back to this at some point. Yeah, I loved
1: it. It was really fun.
0: Case, got anything else? Nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time.
1: Bye.